sacrificing your boundaries for other people in the name of love does not make you loving. It makes you a martyr. It gives you space to make a home for other people's demons. By sacrificing your boundaries for other people in the name of love, you are telling yourself that that's what you need to do for love. They always tell you to put your oxygen on yourself before the person next to you. If the plane goes down, they do that for a reason. You have to make sure that you are breathing your own air and not breathing other people's and not letting people take your breath. You allow people to take advantage of you. No one takes advantage of you without there being an open door, at least a little bit first, for someone to walk right in and say, ah, it's nice and cozy in here. With boundaries, you actually create this really protective castle around you where you say yes when you want to say yes and you stick to your word when you don't. In that, you weed out the people who are going to expect more from you than you can give and take more from you than you have. But you're awakening already, right? It's already happening. That's why you're here and why you're listening. Nothing is broken in your world. Nothing needs to be changed. Nothing needs to be different. And yet everything is constantly changing because it is the inevitable nature of that which is eternal. What I've come to realize in this endless searching for answers is that there really are not. If you spend your whole life trying to get your act together, then, then what do you have? You have an act, right? Instead of a life. Hello and welcome back to Figuring Shit Out. I am Vanessa Fontana and I say this almost every time I sit down to record. This is going to be a short episode, but this one actually is because I have a lot to say and not a lot of time to get it out. Um, I want to focus the next evolution of this podcast on growth. Um, so what that means for me is really understanding how to make it something bigger, better, more profound in my own life experience. Um, I am really grateful to be on the 13th recording of this podcast. Um, and I think about at this time would be a wonderful, wonderful time to gauge feedback. So if you are a frequent listener and if you are someone who has been following my TikTok since even before I started the podcast or someone who is in regular support of it, please let me know what you want to hear next um, I'm going to be having some guests eventually um, and really thinking about the next leg of what I want to do. And so I think as that arrives, I'm going to be putting a bit more effort into making shorter episodes that are succinct and to the point. And this episode could be very long because of the topic, setting boundaries, telling people no, out of love and respect, not only for yourself, but for them. And I need to take a few steps back to explain why this is so important to learn. If you are someone who tends to be a peacemaker or who tends to be a people pleaser, there is this part of us that does people pleasing activities and does things for other people out of a certain sense of what we like to call selflessness what we like to call helping other people, what we like to call being a helpful servant. And in the abandonment of ourselves to people please or to help other people, we end up martyring ourselves 
for the service of others, abandoning ourselves, and then having resentment. When you make a decision that is not something that you want to do out of the kindness and own being of yourself and your heart, when you make a decision out of obligation or you feel like you are fulfilling a promise to someone or need, that action that you take towards fulfilling that thing is really vacant. It doesn't feel good for the other person when you show up out of self-abandonment and it doesn't feel good for you. Because as much as you'd like to believe that there is this selflessness that follows it and that you will bend yourself and mold yourself to be everything that other people need in order to be loved, what it really is, is you are not in the belief that you think you're worthy to be loved and that you need to try really, really hard to maintain love and affection and good relationships in your life to the extent of abandoning the relationship with yourself to do that. You don't believe that people will actually love you and meet you where you are. So you go and you meet them where they are and you abandon yourself in the process. Have done it for a long, long time in my life and I'm really starting to realize the effects of self-abandonment. I don't know if you can tell, I'm a bit sick. I'm a bit, I'm a bit scratchy in the throat. And I have noticed that every single time I get physically sick, that it is a constant go, go, go. It's me not checking in with myself. It's me not resting the way that I should, showing up for things in my life before showing up for myself. And there is so much to be said that if you can't show up for yourself, you can't show up for other people because there is a disingenuous energy in it when you show up for other people in abandonment of yourself. You are not fully there. You are not fully present. You are in active avoidance of something that you know needs to be done within you, needs to be fulfilled within you. And thus you're seeking that fulfillment and obligation and validation from other people and from the world. And you're not going to get it. You're never going to get it. If you want to leave the party, leave the party. Don't stay because your friends are staying. Don't be there because you feel like you are obligated to be there. If you show up out of obligation because you feel like you have to, you feel forced to, many times that person on the other end is going to feel that half-acidness. And I want to clarify that this is not to say use this as a way to abandon responsibilities. That's not what I'm saying. And if you did agree to show up for something, do your very best to show up for it. What I'm saying is if you are showing up out of obligation, if you feel like you are forced to be there, when you know internally and inside, you don't actually have to be there or do this thing and it's actually a story you're telling yourself or it's a lie that you're perpetuating to yourself, then talk yourself right out of that narrative and reclaim your power. That is what a lot of setting boundaries is. It's learning that you actually have power and you actually have the ability to choose. And you actually always had that power and you always had that ability, but you were choosing the opposite. You were choosing something else. In the event that someone really, really needs you, really needs you to be there, you will make yourself available for them in certain circumstances. This isn't to say that you're never going to have a situation where you have to let some things go to be able to show up for the people that you love. But if you are doing this over and over again, if this is a pattern for you, if this is consistent, you need to take a step back and look and survey at your life a little bit and start asking yourself, how many times have I done this? How many times am I showing up for other people or for things out of a sense of obligation, out of a sense of an idea that I don't have freedom, out of 
an idea that if I set this boundary, this person's going to be upset at me. If I don't listen to this person and all of their woes and all of their drama, then they are going to feel abandoned. You are abandoning yourself by doing that, by going against your own boundaries and by setting your needs aside in order to help other people. And you're doing it out of a sense of selflessness. You're doing it out of a sense of, no, but I love them and I want them to know that I love them and I'm going to show up for them. That's such a lie that you're telling yourself. It is not selfless because you do that as a way to gain momentum to your own sense of self-abandonment. You do that as a way to feed the delusion that you do not deserve to be showed up for, but that you will always do it for other people and that you need to sacrifice your boundaries, your needs to be loved. That's something that you learned probably at a very young age that you need to unlearn in that the right people will always meet you where you're at. The right people will understand where you're coming from if you're not able to extend yourself to them and it's not your job or responsibility or obligation to do that for anyone but yourself when you do that when you help other people out that is out of pure genuine wanting to do that thing that is out of a pure place in your heart where you really see someone and you're able to help them from a place of love not fix their problems but really just be there as you are for them when you can make yourself available that way while also giving back to yourself and not sacrificing anything and not abandoning yourself through it it will be so much more satisfying for you and for that other person it'll be out of a genuine real love for them instead of a feeling of obligation a feeling of need and a feeling that you are somehow letting yourself down by showing up for someone else it's okay to set boundaries it's okay to tell people hey listen I really want to be there for you but I don't have the space right now let me call you tomorrow. That's perfectly fine. It can be really hard. It can be so, so, so challenging when you want to be the loving witness and you want to be the loving objective person, but all that does is make you split between all of these different worlds where people are constantly pulling at you and expecting you to be there. And it's a wonderful, great thing to be someone that people want around and people want to have insight towards the things in their lives that you are blessed enough to be able to provide that that people see that in you but don't get so caught up in the idea that people see that in you that you stop giving that to yourself and that you are always available for everyone in your life but not available for yourself when you're tired and you stay out later than you want to stay out because of your friends or because of whatever is going on where you feel like you need to be there or there's this fear of missing out, you're abandoning yourself. It's as simple as that. Simple little things where you have an impulse to do something in your own body and you go against that impulse in any way, shape, or form, that is a sense of self-abandonment. And sometimes boundaries need to be set with other people, but they need to be set with ourselves first. If you say you're going to do something, do it. If you say you're going to go to bed at 9 p.m., go to bed at 9 p.m., at least be in bed by 9 p.m. If you say you're not going to do that thing anymore, don't fucking do that thing. If you are trying to practice honoring your word and really showing up fully wherever you are for yourself you need to stop breaking your own boundaries with yourself you need to stop pretending like the things that you tell yourself aren't truth and that you can walk all over your own boundaries and your own sense of self-worth all that's doing is teaching you that other people can do the same all that's doing is teaching you that other people 
will be allowed to make those same choices towards you. You know, if you're not showing up for yourself, if you're not setting clear and distinct boundaries, and there's a real sense of ickiness when you know that you've been taken advantage of, but at the same time, you allow people to take advantage of you. No one takes advantage of you without there being an open door, at least a little bit first for someone to walk right in and say, ah, it's nice and cozy in here. And this is my space to be able to just relax and unfold and tell this person all of my woes. You need to stop getting so involved in other people's drama. You need to realize that most things most of the time are not your problem. Pain does not have to be shared. You don't have to see someone where they're at and feel all of their pain and feel a deep sadness for them to be able to help them where they are. And that can be really challenging if you feel other people's energy strongly, if you are very intuitive, if you tend to really feel other people and to not meet them where they're at in their plight or in their struggle or in their drama. The only thing that you are doing when you are meeting them where they are at in their place of anger and confusion and sadness is you are bringing yourself right there along with them over something that has nothing to do with you. You think that by feeling what they are feeling and by feeling that deep, deep sadness that they are feeling, that they are asking you for help about, that you're helping them. You think that if you could understand them, then maybe you would be able to you know, provide them a sense of company in their pure misery and isolation and drama. And that's not going to happen. All that's going to do is drag you right down there with them. And then you're going to have a real sense of resentment. You are not going to be able to act from a place of loving awareness if you abandon your awareness to go join someone where they are. And this is so hard, but you have to learn how to set the boundaries. You have to learn how to stick to them. It means nothing if you say it and then your boundary is completely crossed and it's just a verbal boundary that you have then just allowed to be broken. You need to stand your ground firm on where you're at. And this starts first with yourself. It starts with showing up for yourself in the places that you want to be in your life, making yourself a priority, making your space a priority, making your peace a priority, and knowing that in the moments where you're able to extend yourself, the moments where you're able to provide a helping hand to other people, they are not going to take anything from you because you are showing up for yourself. You're not going to let people walk all over you. It's not even a worry or a concern. But the more that you let other people decide what your boundaries are for you and you join them right along their own path of misery and self-destruction, the more that it's going to be challenging for you to cultivate a sense of real deep peace and self-love because You don't actually have to deal with anything that you don't want to deal with. You don't have to make other people's problems your problems. You don't have to identify with their emotions and feelings and coddle to them and pacify them. That's not your job. That is their job. You are solely responsible for your happiness and your peace in this life, meaning that other people are solely responsible for their own happiness and their own peace in this life. It's not your job to fix other people's problems, and it's not your job to peacemake, and it's not your job to make yourself small so that other people feel better. And when you are stuck and pushing and pulling between meeting people with love where they're at and maintaining your place of alignment in your life, there's always going to be a push and a pull. You have to make the choice. You have to make the decision. That sense of self-love, that sense of respect for yourself, honoring your own boundaries, your own word, making peace in your life a priority, you have to accept that it's going to be lonely sometimes. And a lot of people aren't going to understand it. And a lot of people are probably going to get upset at you when you set a boundary. Most people are going to be really uncomfortable because they are projecting their expectations onto you, maybe because you've opened that door and you've allowed them to do that before and so they expect you to always be around but once you close that door you're gonna 
look around and see in your life who actually is respecting you and respecting your peace and your time and your personhood. And the second that you close the door and you still have a loving awareness towards them in what they are going through in their lives, but you're not overextending yourself or making yourself always available to their problems or helping them, you're going to notice how much they pull back. You're going to notice how much they're actually expecting of you to abandon your sense of self for their needs. And at the end of the day, your needs are your problem. Your happiness is your problem. Your drama is your problem. So why would you ever think in any land that anyone else's happiness or pain or problems and drama is nothing but their own problem? That's theirs. That's not yours. It's not yours to solve. And the reason that we do this is because we are constantly seeking or searching some type of validation in other people to be able to get approval. It's a sense of, okay, well, maybe if I do this, then they will love me and they will see me. But that's not love. Love is not having to sacrifice yourself or your boundaries to make another person happy or constantly feeling like you are being drained of your energy and you have nothing given back to you. That is not love. That is manipulation and that is you feeding into the delusion that you are not worthy of your own boundaries being respected. And if you say to yourself, I'm not going to let people walk all over me, and then you let people walk all over you, you can't point the finger at them. You can't blame them. You did that. You let people do that. You made yourself the martyr. You let people know that the second that they needed your help, you would come running to the rescue and you'd abandon everything that you want. It's an escapism. It's not out of selflessness. It's not because you love other people. It's because you think that you're not worthy of love and you want to avoid your own issues. And it you can do that more and more by overextending love to other people that you should be showing yourself, solving other people's problems when you should be solving your own, and basically giving everything away and then taking a step back so you are expected to be the friend and the listener and the fixer and the problem solver, and then people call upon you for it, and then you feel obligated to show up as that when that's not how you are and it's not who you truly want to be, and then you're stuck in a sense of real resentment towards you and the people in your life, sacrificing your boundaries for other people in the name of love does not make you loving. It makes you a martyr. It gives you space to make a home for other people's demons, to live right inside of your own space, your own autonomous land. It doesn't make you empathetic. It doesn't make you a really nice person. It doesn't make you worthy of love. <laughs> it only breeds resentment. That's all it does. Abandoning yourself and sacrificing your boundaries and not learning how to set boundaries. All that does is make you angry at the people who you're not setting boundaries with, who aren't respecting your boundaries that you're not setting or you're not upholding. And it makes you upset at yourself because you know, no matter how much you want to point the finger and blame other people for taking if you've been wanting to learn a new language because you want to pick up a new skill or hobby, then Rosetta Stone is for you. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning app available on desktop and also can be used as an app on your phone. Rosetta Stone teaches through immersion. Instead of memorizing and drilling vocabulary words into your head, you learn by matching audio from native speakers to visuals, reading stories, and participating in dialogues. There are no English translations in the product, so you're getting trained to listen, speak, read, write, and think in your new language. Rosetta Stone offers 25 languages from Spanish, French, Italian, German, Chinese, 
Chinese, Korean, Japanese, and even Dutch, and offers a lifetime membership. So you can buy the program now and get forever access to all the lessons for the languages and literally never pay a renewal fee. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Figuring Shit Out listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. Taking advantage of you, you know that you let people take advantage of you. You know that you let people walk all over you. If you held yourself strong and you walked right out the door the second that someone infringed on your boundaries that you were not comfortable with, you'd be gone and out the door and down the street. But no, you're still sitting there and you're still letting people take advantage of you. Fool me once, shame on me. Shame on me. Shame on you, but shame on me. Fool me twice, shame on me times two, times three. When someone shows you who they are, believe them. When someone asks you to sacrifice your boundaries for them, don't do it. Believe them. Believe them when they're asking you to do that and believe that they will ask you to do that again and again and again and stay exactly where you are. And if they want to leave your life or get angry at you for not showing up for them and abandonment of yourself, then that's not someone that you want in your life and in your space. And it can be really challenging to come to that realization when sometimes that's our family, that's our friends, that's people really close to us who we love and accept and cherish. But at the end of the day... You have to start curating your own space, stepping into your own power in knowing that you have all the choice in your life. You have all of the freedom and all of the autonomy to be as happy and as peaceful as you want. And you're letting other people influence that all the time. You are letting other people come right through the door and take pieces out of you, take pluckings out of your feathers of fullness so that they can feel good and happy and so that you can feel good and happy by giving it away. But all in the meanwhile, you're losing feathers and you're looking around at your being and you have plucks of feathers all over you and then you're going to sleep at night and you're feeling really empty. That analogy was a bit weird. Okay, I'm going to pretend, I'm just going to move on from that. Anyways, 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 power choice, responsibility. We like to give it all away to other people and we like to pretend that we are the victims of our lives and the victims of circumstance and the victims of situation. And yes, sometimes we are. But I said this in my last episode, you can be a victim and not stay one. You don't have to live and relive your pain. When something bad happens, there is a second, maybe a prolonged period of time where there's pain around that thing happening. And then You relive it. You make it worse and worse and worse by adding elements to the story, by creating a real sense of fueled anger that just goes on and on and on and doesn't leave you and is just continually perpetuated. And by sacrificing your boundaries for other people in the name of love, you are telling yourself that that's what you need to do for love. You are explaining to yourself over and over again that the self-fulfilling prophecy in your head that you're not worthy of love just how you are and people will not meet you where you're at. You have to go meet them where they're at. And sometimes where they're at is a really shitty place, which means that sometimes you have to go leave your good place for their shitty place and join them over there so that they'll stay your friend. And because you love them and because that's friendship or that's a relationship, it's not. You don't need to identify with someone where they're at to be able to help them. You actually help them a lot better from where you are in your place of alignment. And if they 
do not want to join you in that place to the extent of if they can't wait until you're ready to really give them your space and time and energy out of a genuine wanting to do that instead of the obligation of, I need you here, you have to be here, then they're not for you. They're not contributing to your sense of peace, your sense of growth. And sometimes it can be really hard because you feel like you've made a choice or you've abandoned someone else, but no one is ever going to who loves you genuinely, no one who ever loves you from a place of wholeness is going to ask you to abandon yourself in order to help them. No one who loves you out of a place of true, genuine honesty is going to expect from you things that you cannot give to show up fully for them when you don't have the ability to do so. No one is going to ask that of you, but you sure as hell are going to offer it if you think that that's what love looks like and if you think that that's what you need to do to be loved and it's not you can set your boundaries you can tell people that you don't want to be involved in something and stick to that you can remove yourself from situations that are not serving you and that are not making you happy you can do all of those things and we like to pretend that we're stuck in the situations that we are in that we just are in the hand that we're dealt and then that's that and it's just simply not true. And I think the reason that this episode has so much passion and it's just quick and short and to the point is because it's a lesson that I've had to learn where every time I get sick physically, it is always because I am giving too much of myself and not giving too much of myself to myself. I am over giving to the world around me and I'm not watering my own plants. I'm not showing up the way that I say that I will. And my body lets me know that my body forces me into rest. I'm grateful for it. But at the same time, really lets me have an objective view of maybe the things in my life that aren't serving me anymore. And one of those things has always been setting boundaries with other people, sticking to them, having your your moral and ethical principles that you hold close to your heart and not letting them be swayed. You don't have to see everyone where they're at. You don't have to listen to everyone's plight. You don't have to be the understanding witness and the loving, beautiful awareness all the time to everyone in your life. It's really your only job to show up as that for yourself. And then through showing up as that for yourself, naturally that will bleed into your relationships with other people. You can stay exactly where you are and give that exactly where you are with nothing taken from you when you first give that to yourself. But if you are constantly self-sacrificing or martyring yourself or deciding that, you know, you are going to do everything that you can for other people so that they know that you love them, then you are in a true place of believing that you need to be working hard to be loved. And that's just simply not true. But if you believe that, then that's what you're going to find. You're going to attract people who want to take advantage of you, who expect you to show up exactly as they want you to at all moments. And then you're going to do that and you're going to be miserable. You're going to have a real deep sense of resentment. So whether this just be that you are staying out later than you want to because of other people or that you are always giving into what other people want and not even trying to make a compromise on it, you're just kind of throwing your hands up right away and not 
even paying attention to your own needs or wants or desires, that is what you're attracting. That is the expectation that people will have for you. And you can't blame them for that if you are perpetuating it and if you are an active participant in it. But if you know what you want and you know what will make you happy, stick to that. Stick to your ground. Stick to your boundaries and things. Make compromises with people when it serves you and when it is right to do so. Hey, I don't have the space for this right now. I might tomorrow. Can I can I text you then? Or, hey, I know that you want to do this thing, but I kind of want to do this thing. Can we meet somewhere in the middle? Setting boundaries doesn't always have to be a staunch, hard no. It's just voicing your opinion, showing up for yourself in a way that feeds and nourishes you and sometimes the relationship with that other person. And we most of the time want to be there for our friends. We want to be there for the people in our lives. But If we are expected to be on call at a whim for everything and everyone around us, then what about ourselves? What about when we need our own homes and our own comforts and we need to take care of our own spaces? You can't expect that from anyone else. And while it is wonderful to have people to lean on, you can't ask for that from anyone else. You need to be able to learn how to self-soothe, how to really sit in your own isolation and find a real sense of peace in it when you are going through something and calling someone, asking for their help, but asking what you want in their help. There are so many times when people just want to vent. They don't actually want advice. They don't want to feel better. They just want someone to listen to their bitch. And if you are in a situation where you just want to talk to someone and have someone listen to your bitch... You call up your friend or whoever the fuck it is and say, hey, do you have the time for this? First of all. Second of all, I don't really want advice. I know you're going to try to make me feel better. Maybe I'll need that in a little bit, but can I just vent right now? Can you just listen to my vent? You can put me on mute if you want. You can turn the volume down. I don't even need you to really listen, but I need to get it out and I need another person on the other end. It really is that easy. You have to be able to identify your own feelings, emotions, and needs and then be able to give that to yourself and when other people are available to give that to you and extend their helping hand, which they will be. They will be. People want to to love you. People want to help you, but you attract the right people who will do that out of the wholeness, the genuine nature of their heart when you first take care of yourself out of the wholeness and genuine nature of your heart. It's okay to ask for help. It's okay to set boundaries while asking for help. It's okay to be at a place where you need other people in your life and you need to ask for help, but it's about understanding that You have to learn how to take care of yourself first, that your happiness is your responsibility and that whatever you would do for someone else in the name of love and self-sacrifice, you cannot expect of other people to do for you. Because if someone genuinely, wholly loves themselves, they will show up for themselves first. They will take care of themselves. They will nourish themselves and make sure that their gas tank is on full before they can show up for other people in their lives just by the nature of knowing that that fullness in their presence will be so much more nourishing if they take care of themselves first. I know that we've all heard this. They always tell you to put your oxygen on yourself before the person next to you. If the plane goes down, they do that for a reason. You have to make sure that you are breathing your own air and not breathing other people's and not letting people take your breath. 
And people will. People will walk all over you. And it's not their fault for doing so. You are letting them do it and they don't know any better. And they've also learned that that's love and there's some sort of lack within them. So it's not their fault. And it's not about having resentment towards them for asking or expecting of you these things. But it's just about recognizing that, setting the boundary. And if they don't respect it, then they don't respect you. And that is what it is. And then sayonara, goodbye. And sometimes that's really hard to do. And sometimes impossible, especially if it's our family or our very, very close friends. But it's just about keeping a certain distance from that emotional capacity that you give over freely. Stop giving that shit over freely. Make sure that is available for yourself before anything or anyone else. And then when you have the space to be able to show up for other people, you'll show up, you'll be there. That's that. And you're not going to feel bad about it. And you're, you're actually going to feel really good about it. It's going to be really nourishing for you. It's going to re-nourish you to be able to be fully present for another person because you're taking care of yourself and not feel like you're literally sacrificing your own boundaries, needs, wants to help another person who just can't help themselves. That's just you're making yourself available as the savior when you need to be that for yourself and you don't teach other people that by abandoning yourself for them. Learning how to set boundaries will always start with knowing where your boundaries are. You can't set them if you don't know your non-negotiables. So a really easy way to learn how to do this is to literally just start by showing up for yourself and doing the things relentlessly that you tell yourself that you are going to do and honoring that word. So if you say you're going to be in bed by 10 to 11 p.m. tonight, be in bed by 10 to 11 p.m. tonight. If you say you're going to come home and go to the gym, go to the gym. You don't have to do a whole one hour, two hour long workout, but just show up to the gym and walk in the treadmill for five minutes. If you said you were going to go, go. It's that type of thing where you have to reinforce your own ability to set boundaries with yourself, to show up for yourself. You have to make that number one priority so that when someone asks you to do something for them, when you already have something planned that you were going to do for yourself, it's not even a question. It's not even an option. It's a relentless pursuit in knowing that your space is to not be violated, to not be infringed upon, and that you are the protector of it. You're the keeper of it and that you won't let that happen. And the more that you do that you know you make yourself less available for people at their whim but you also attract people who love themselves and show up for themselves unconditionally to the point where there is no sacrificial love going back and forth it's just simply support when support is needed and that's really very beautiful and sometimes you're gonna have to weed the people out of your life who don't respect your boundaries but wouldn't you rather know that they don't respect your boundaries than having to tiptoe around it wouldn't you rather just simply set a boundary and stick to it than have to find out if they're going to be upset at you if you say no say no if you want to say no and be completely honored in that choice because that is a choice don't feel like it's taking anything from you to not be there for someone else by showing up for yourself because through showing up for yourself you make yourself available for the world for other people for the things in your life but the second that you start abandoning yourself in the name of helping the world or helping other people or being there for your friends or even things like FOMO the second that you start sacrificing your own needs and strength away from the boundaries that you've set for yourself, the more likely that you're going to let other people do that too. And 
they're not going to know if you say yes to someone who is asking for your help when you don't have the space to give it. They don't know that. You need to be able to speak up, stand up for yourself. You need to honor your own word, your own capacity for things. And you learn how to set boundaries with baby steps by just stating where you are comfortable and expecting that other people will be okay with it and not fearing when they won't be okay with it. Taking them not being okay with your boundaries as a sign that they don't don't respect those boundaries and that there needs to be some remediation in that relationship, whatever it may be, that if someone is going to get offended at you saying no, then they don't likely honor their own boundaries and they expect you to be just like them and not honoring their own boundaries or showing up for themselves. And so with boundaries, you actually create this really protective castle around you where you say yes when you want to say yes and you stick to your word when you don't. In that, you weed out the people who are going to expect more from you than you can give and take more from you than you have. And how annoying it can be to have to go through the flux of that, yes, but how satisfying it is when you get to the other end and you realize that your relationships are actually nourishing you and not taking from you. That's all I got to say. Um, this was what was on my mind this week. Like I said, I'm going to be really going into this next phase of the podcast now that we're at episode 13 in thoughts on how to grow. So if you have any questions, comments, ideas, things you'd like to hear, please reach out. Let me know. Um, the podcast Instagram is linked in the description. Uh, it's figuring shit out on Instagram and the figuring shit out the shit part has three eyes but you can also find my personal instagram which is 222vgf my tiktok butterfly fountain um as well although i don't respond to everything on there but i do make self-help videos if you are interested in shorter clips and things um and then as well my youtube which will be having the video podcasts and other things to come um, so you can reach me through all those methods let me know what you like what you don't like and if you have any requests for anything going forward and topics that you'd like to be covered and and talked about um it is a collective undertaking all right that's all from me this week I haven't done a nice, gentle, soothing podcast in a couple of weeks. I feel like my last two have been kind of charged, but it's been it's been good. It's summer. I feel the energy really like arising out of me. Um, so maybe next week you'll get something a bit more soothing. But to episode 13, set your fucking boundaries. Don't let people break your boundaries. Don't let people infringe upon your space. You have every power and right to decide to protect your own peace and your own happiness. The second that you forego that responsibility, to let other people in that's not their fault that's your fault you are choosing that so if you spend your whole life trying to get your act together you don't have a life you have an act so go live your fucking life all right see you guys next week you gotta look for the redeeming feature you gotta look for things to appreciate you gotta find a reason to make it okay where you are no i've got to strive and struggle and try that's what i've been taught Growth and expansion is my quest. Now, that's inevitable. Whether it comes easy or hard is the question. The horrible truth is that it's an inside job. That if you're going to get that love and that respect that you just so love, that connect, that union starts inside. To every experience of growth, there is an equal and an opposite. 
and that equal and an opposite is what drives you to that light. So you have to start inwards. You have to start first within yourself. 